Hello and welcome to the next episode of Just Another Football Podcast with me, Danny Miller. Uh, just me for the minute uh, for tonight, but we're going to be doing a. This is going to be the match day special uh, of Newcastle versus Man United at St James's Park. I'm currently stood just off Northumberland Street in Newcastle, uh, waiting for my brother, and we're going to do a little preview of the game, our predictions and stuff like that, and then we're going to take you through, hopefully, through what the the experience of. Uh, being at a Newcastle United game through the podcast medium. Uh, I don't know how well it's going to work, but we're going to find out now. Right, so we're here in unnamed food chain number yeah, three. There's only two guys here in this yeah. food place, in this unnamed food joint. Yeah. Um, if there was three others, yeah, there'd be five guys here, but there's only two. Yeah. So, the teams have just been announced, and Newcastle's Fairly similar to last home game, FM, fairly similar to what happened against Liverpool. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, we're playing United at a time where they've obviously hit the ground running. All the players have decided to turn up again. Pogba especially. It's like, alright, okay, Mourinho's gone. I'm going to start trying again. It's pretty disgraceful, but... Yeah, I mean, I think either way, whether Mourinho was here or not, it would have been one of those five-at-the-back kind of matches, yeah. wouldn't it? Definitely, I don't think this is a game that many of us are thinking that we can win. However, I do think there's points there for the taking. Well, we've got an alright record against United at home, but uh-huh. um, I don't know. Like, I still think goals are a problem for us. Yeah, definitely. They're, they're scoring a lot at the minute, so if well, no Lukaku again for Manchester United. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I was just saying there. Like, I feel sorry for him in a way. Because I think he's been one of those players who's been quite mismanaged under Mourinho. And like you've got like, the people who say, yeah, he's got a shit first touch and, you know... He still he's, scores goals though, doesn't he? Yeah, two weeks later, he's still trying to chop the ball and all this. But yeah, for Belgium, you kind of you look at his Belgium form and you think, well, hang on a sec. He's scoring all these goals for Belgium. It can't be that he's unfit or, you know, in bad form. Just yeah, the Mourinho effect, I don't know what it was. A lot of those players who are now suddenly turning it on weren't under Mourinho. Lingard's the same. Lingard was good at the start of the season, start fighting again. Man. I don't rate Lingard. Well, he's not playing today, but he's been scoring goals lately. Rashford's playing centre forward again and he's playing pretty well. So, yeah, I feel a bit sorry for Lukaku. <laughs> the score. How many goals have scored in the last three games? Uh, about. He scored 10? Yeah. Well, he scored five against Cardiff, then was it four against Fulham, and then three against Fulham. Oh, three, 12. Yeah, yeah. So... And Jones comes in for Bailly in defence. Yeah, well, he's probably our best goal threat. Um, <laughs> from, yeah, he scored a belt and header against us a few years ago for us um, at the Gallagher end, so hopefully another one of those. Yeah, well, next time we'll speak to you, hopefully it'll be kick-off, or just before anyway. I was saying on the intro, we're hoping to give a bit of a insight into what it's like to be in a Newcastle game. Yeah, it'd be interesting because at the minute, I think the fans are really split. I know you've touched on this before. Thankfully, a lot of the fans have come round to the fact that the protests aren't helping, which I know I said when I was on the show previously. It's just a waste of time. But I've I think- seen so much stuff on Twitter. I think there's a lot of discontent because there hasn't been protests. Um, obviously, the How- Steve Howie talks about there being an announcement before the Man United game. There hasn't been one. And people are saying, well, what was the point in cancelling the boycott against Wolves? Well, 
Well, I mean, the, the boycotts aren't going to help. I mean, no, I you know, it's, it's, it would be there before talking about it, but it's just a waste of time. The, um, you know, protesting outside Sports Direct in, in Liverpool, all, all that does is inconvenience the people who work there and the people who are trying to buy Diodora tracksuits. <laughs> At the end of the day, you need to get behind your team, and thankfully a lot of the fans are, are doing that right now, but I think the thing is, with this takeover talk, You've got people like Shearer coming out and saying it's all a load of crap. He just doesn't want to spend money in January, which you, you've, got to, you've got to think, like, is, is, I mean, there's been no further talks, has there? No further progress on that Kenyan takeover, has there? No. So it makes you wonder whether it is all just a load of crap. And he's just trying to get through another transfer window without spending anything because we're, well, what, we're 15th now, 16th or something, so yeah. we're still safe technically, but... Well, hopefully we'll see at least a point today. Yeah, we're not on track to get 40 points, though, as it stands at the minute. No, we're just, I know. We're just but I don't think 40 points will keep, um, is the target. I think 35, well, 34. Sad state of affairs, isn't it? That's the target. So, so Huddersfield, who, who's, who's going to be below us? Huddersfield, Fulham and... Burnley. Burnley. So, with those teams announce what's your prediction for tonight? Well, when I go to a game, I'm always like a bit more hopeful. I don't know why. It's like I don't want to feel like I've wasted any money. So um, I'm going to go for a one-all draw. I, I don't know. They're just free-flowing at the minute. I know we're going to try and frustrate them, hit them on the break, like we did against Everton, you know, against City at the Emirates and stuff like that. But yeah, we're not going to we're not going to score more than a goal. I don't think. So I'm going to go one-all. I'm going to go for a one-nil victory. Because well, I'm a clean sheet against positive. the team that scored 12 goals in the last three games. Yeah. Right, good luck. Yeah, good luck with that one. I hope you're right, Lee. <laughs> well, It's half time, it's in James's Park and it's nil-nil. Uh, both teams have had chances. Atsu with a good chance, Rondon with a good chance. Uh, how have you felt? First half's gone? I think they're there for the taking. They haven't really threatened that much apart from that Pogba chance. Uh, Rashford got in between the centre halves a couple of times as well, but like down their right hand side, Lindelof and Valencia, there's loads of space. Just Atsu for some reason. He only knows how to pass a football. Back to the goalkeeper is now to shoot. I think the front three is causing their back four problems. Yeah, Perez hasn't been that effective. I'll be interested to see what Muto can do if he comes on, because he caused them problems at Old Trafford. But yeah, I think we've done all right. We should be up though. We should be one up at least. Yeah. Well, I think obviously like United have had their chances as well, um, but we haven't seen much. We were saying about half hour in how little we've seen of Paul Pogba. Like, do you think he needs to step up in this game, or have his last few performances like saved him, like for the next match? That is. Yeah, I mean, he, he could have had a goal, couldn't he? When Mata played him in, he scooped it over the bar. It only takes one instance like that because he's playing like a. It's almost like they've given him like a free roll. He's need to track back. He's just running forward at every opportunity. I hope he doesn't score like. Cause yeah, I know. I can't stand him, but uh, 
Oh, he's done all right. He's a cool threat. He's a cool I think Lukaku, if Lukaku comes on, he's going to cause problems. Oh, personally. yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely. Because, I mean, physically he'll dominate them. I mean, Rashford's looked like he's been quite, you know, comfortable up there on his own against Lascelles. I'll be yeah. interested to see that Lascelles tackle again. Uh, oh, yeah, he, he charged him. Charging in, in, the box. Uh, in uh, Rashford down. Can't, I think it was either in the box or just outside. I think it was just inside. It was like on the corner. I think, you know, he's, he's had a couple like that. He's got booked already. He just needs to calm down. He just needs to calm down. He doesn't need to go in full force and have a tackle like that. No, well, we'll see what happens in the second half. We're still on for what our... Are you thinking? What are you I, thinking? It's still 1-0. Still I, I, I still think we can nick it. And yeah. uh, that first half hasn't shown me why not. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think there will be tighter in the second half. United, like there can't yeah. not be. Um, trying to nullify Atsu, but the problem is, even if he gets one on one again, you don't fancy him. <laughs> no, no. He's got he's got one foot and he doesn't shoot very hard with it. That's the problem. Yeah, it's almost like he's got foam boots on because every time he kicks the ball, it just rolls to the keeper. And like like I said to you during the game, I can't remember the last time I seen Atsu have a shot and the keeper hasn't just caught the ball. I can't. Well, I said to you, like I can't remember the last time I saw Atsu have a decent. 90 minutes he's had an alright first half but he needs to start putting his chances away because as soon as we start missing chances like that like we're never going to win games like this what would you do to change it up if it's still like this after like 70 minutes oh, Muto's got to come on for, for Atsu Atsu um, yeah first. well for Atsu he's got pace he's got everything Atsu has around we can actually kick the ball um, but I think Perez does Perez has been doing his job really well because he's pulling Luke Shaw out of position and he's given Rondon and Atsu space to run and like he does play I've said this before about Perez like he plays an unforgiving role in this Newcastle team in that he can like he might not see much of the ball and people might say shit or he's not playing very well but actually he does things off the ball that you don't really see when you watch it on telly like I have to admit I think he's doing his job what he's being asked to do really well Um and a, but I think the Muto for Atsu has to be the first change and uh, I'll be disappointed to see Rondon go off but he played 90 minutes uh, on Saturday yeah, so I, I think you need if, if Shelby's on the bench bring him on because at the minute you've got Hayden and Diarmi in there they're both just water carriers they're not good on the ball yeah we need we need some creativity in the midfield it's very beige at the minute at the minute Hayden's, Hayden's been just bypassing them aren't they they're just going from back to front and no one's getting around Rondon to support him so yeah well hopefully we'll see a goal in the second half and then we'll get our reaction to that and then uh, we'll see you at full time well it was too good to be true Uh, Lukaku's first touch and they've got one up Dubravka spilled the ball after a couple of good chances for Newcastle Johnny yeah, needless, needless free kick given away by Hayden diving in, and then yeah, the keeper had a nightmare, just bounced off him straight to the substitute first touch. What was I saying before the game? I felt sorry for him. Now I hate him. Yeah, uh, I think uh, you can hear the Man United fans they've perked up. Uh, and Shelby's changed the game for Newcastle. I think there's more goals in this game. Yeah, I think you know there's a goal in it for us. We just need to push forward now. And there's number two, completely undeserved in my opinion you reckon yeah well I mean pushing players forward and then it's just they're hitting you on the break the spaces are opening up and it was inevitable are there obviously Dubravka's made a mistake for the first goal I think Shares made a mistake there the ball was there for the taking in my opinion should have gone pushed forward for it and uh, it's left well it's left Man United with Lukaku to, to attack the 
to attack the goal basically and uh, Rashford's been le- left in loads of space once again though I'm going to complain about uh, like I have a few times on this podcast about DeAndre Edlin's defending again just not busting a good to get back into where he should be getting to yeah well I don't even think and I've said this to you before I don't even think these players know how to play this system and it sounds silly because they're professional footballers but the full backs and the centre halves when you're playing Yedlin as a wing back he doesn't know where he's supposed to be playing you're playing Dummett as like a left centre back who's normally a left back and, and it's almost like their share he was cutting he, his instinct was to to cover the, the, the near post because he's a centre half but he's meant to be covering the the rear post the far post because he's he's the right centre back in a three so it's just like yeah, I feel like Yedlin feels because he's playing as a wing back the defensive like his defensive rules don't matter if that makes sense yeah I just don't, uh, don't and think he's got the intelligence like I, I, he's never been the brightest of players but I mean I think I'd go back to a back four after this because uh, well, with Lejeune back on the bench we've seen a warm up he looks like fairly sharp uh from what I've seen in, of him playing for the under 21s uh, I think he might be the making of Lascelles again yeah and we've got no one up front support Rondon if we're in a 4-4-2 or even the 4-4-1-1 with Perez off him or Muto off him best position because Perez has been wide nicely at all game he's actually come off now but yeah I mean I don't think the system works at all personally I know we've got a couple of good results like at Burnley and stuff but it, for me it's just a bit awkward what? Well, that doesn't change much for me in terms of I think that we can still get a goal. I think there's still a goal in it for us. Uh, we're in the Man United's half. We were in Man United's half but uh, before the goal. But I worry that if we push more, then we can concede again. Yeah, I think now it's just a case of trying not to get out of this embarrassed because if we keep pushing players forward, they've got the pace on the break. They've just proved that. Keep, keep the goals down. Uh, just keep the ball for the last 10 minutes and just damage limitation keep our goal difference as, as high as possible yeah I agree right so that's it finished 2-0 uh, another loss for Newcastle while teams around them have picked up points uh, overall overall thoughts on the game Johnny? it's disappointing because Man United didn't play well by any means I think 2-0 flatters them but at the same time we only threatened through Atsu like I said to you before we we didn't really create anything that clear cut in the second half had a couple of shots from distance but I just feel like if we're a bit more positive like we could have caused them problems going forward yeah they didn't have a lot on uh, like a lot of attacking chances we were saying as we just came out the ground there like they unlike what we did we they took their chances they had two well one (laughs) one chance for the second goal and the other chance was just a mistake and like we said, we're not going to stand here and criticise Dubravko because he's been, for me, like I've said on previous podcasts, probably the best keeper outside the top six this season. Um, and Atu couldn't finish his dinner. But I think that just shows the golfing class that we brought on. Well, we're starting Loney, uh, Rondon up front. We're bringing on Loney. Sorry, we're about to get run over. Uh, we're bringing on Loney, Kennedy and uh, who, the, who else did we bring on Shelby like fair enough Shelby's a decent change but for we're playing Diame uh, sorry Hayden and Shelby in the middle and we're bringing Loney Kennedy on and they're bringing Rash uh, they're bringing Sanchez Lukaku on uh, and then Lingard at the end as much of a fan as I I'm not of Lingard's 
uh, still a good player to bring on so I just think it obviously shows the golfing class at the moment and uh, I don't think Man United I don't think it was a 2-0 victory No I mean you name those names there but I don't think any of them are really playing that well at the minute Rashford was arguably that best player tonight um, even Pogba didn't do a great deal I thought we dealt with him um, so yeah I think if, you, if we'd gone 4-4-2 or 4-4-1-1 and just gone for it a bit more stuck Perez and Muto behind Rondon give him a bit of support we could have arguably created more and come away with something but <laughs> we just persisted with that three at the back with the wing backs not knowing whether they should be pressing forward or dropping back into a five every time we getting the ball we are wasting it because we are just booting it long to Rondon and he didn't have any support and it was just like like I said to you before I'd love to sit down with Rafa and ask him what his game plan was because if you're playing counter-attacking football surely you need to have pace <laughs> you, you need to have pace you've got no pace and you're playing a long ball game so you either play a long ball or you play counter-attack you need to have pace and also you need to have players who can finish when they're given the chance and I think a couple of things that we that I picked up on from tonight and from we were at the Fulham games all a couple of weeks ago uh, which was a fucking shit show uh, but a couple of things that I picked up on were number one how slow the players are when they're on the ball there was times where you could see Atu's thought process of right give me the ball right I've got the ball now who do I pass to rather than being like right give me the ball I need to be thinking about who I'm going to pass to before I even before I even get the ball but part of the problem is a big part of the problem is that there's no runners yeah nobody's looking for the ball like nobody at all like I mean epitomised in the second half where Cher got the ball off Dubravka and there was nobody coming short and he just ended up kicking it long and it went out of play and it's like well what's he supposed to do with it you know what I mean it's just I've got a question for you though one. Would you now retrospectively would you have kept Gale? Because I definitely would. Have. Uh, yes. Well, you think about the form he's shown for West Brom, they're the top but scorers in the championship at the minute. We know that we know that Gale is a lot better, obviously, in the championship than the Premier League. However, uh, I still think he scores crucial goals at crucial times, and he's an option of something that we don't have or something that Rafa is sort of doesn't want to play I mean we've got Muto sat on the bench there tonight um, we left a little bit early so I don't know if he came on but anyway if he did come on it was still 20 minutes too late the change for me was not Kennedy for for Perez the change was either Muto for Atsu or Kennedy for Atsu and as much as Atsu got, was getting in the right positions can't finish no definitely not I think you're right about that type of striker I mean I know I said to you when I was on the podcast like Muto and uh, Rondon for Mitrovic and Gale was like for like he doesn't seem to fancy Muto either even though he signed him yeah but yeah I mean Gale I always keep thinking back to that like I know what you mean is he a championship player is he not when he played for Palace I just keep thinking about that game where he came on against Liverpool and scored a hat-trick and it basically cost Liverpool the league well it was one of the games that cost Liverpool the league when they had Suarez and stuff and like he's capable at that level he's a finisher and it doesn't matter whether you're playing in you know, League One or non-league, as Jamie Vardy's proven, if you can finish, you can finish at any level. And at the minute, we've got no one who can shoot. Yeah, and on the on the flip side of that, Man United, just quickly before we part part ways, um, did they look much different? Do you think under Solskjaer? Nah, I was I was surprised at how average they looked. I thought 
I was expecting them to look a lot better than that, to be honest, because, you know, scoring, what was it, five, then four, then three goals in the last three games. No, two, it's a, it's a pattern. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> yes, next, next, next week will be 1-0. Yeah. Um, no, I thought they weren't dynamic, they weren't, like, I just out feared for us a bit, especially in the wide areas, but they didn't I'm, really threaten that much. I'll be interested to see if there's any retro... Retrospective action on Pogba. Um, I don't know. We obviously we haven't seen it yet, but the uh, he went in late on Shelby, and from where we were, it looked high and late. Uh, and there was an incident just before that where he probably should have got a yellow. Um, he was not on on his game really. I, don't, I can't pick one Man United player that actually had a good game today. Rashford, I'd say, was the best player. You're right about Pogba. We missed a chance just as we were leaving as well, round the keeper and hit the side net. And he's not a 90 million player, is he? No, definitely not. <laughs> Definitely not, but we'll see. World Cup winner, but I mean, is that down to him? I, I don't know. I mean, you built the team around him tonight, and he still didn't show anything for me against a poor team. Well, yeah, against a poor team, and for the first 45 minutes, he just wasn't in the game. Um, but over the next couple of weeks, we'll see what's going to happen with both teams. I, I think we're in, just to get back to Newcastle for a second, we're in like a mini league of um, f- five or six teams. I think three of those, three or four of those teams have won on this match day. Um, and, and tonight and they'll be going into the dressing room pretty dejected we've got FA Cup of the weekend we play Blackburn um, I've said Rafa needs to play for me a strong team but he won't but I, I think he needs to play the team to get give them some confidence it's going to, into the run it'll be just like the Forest game and the Carlin Cup you'll just sorry the Carabao Cup <laughs> I'm showing my age there it's the Coca-Cola Cup that's yeah. what it is to me um, He'll play a weekend team because he doesn't give a shit about the cups. And he wants to just stay in the league. That's his objective. He's not going to win the FA Cup. He's not going to win the League Cup. So why waste players' fitness? Why risk injury? I know what you mean. I, I personally would do the same. I think after a performance like that, especially the keeper uh, making that mistake, I would I would play, play a stronger team and try and just score a few goals and get the confidence back up. But who we got next? Well, we've got Blackburn on Saturday. Yeah. And then we go into let me just have a, a quick look. Um, we go into Chelsea at Stamford Bridge, right. then Cardiff at St James's, which is in that in this run a fairly like formidable uh, game. And then we have Spurs, Spurs away at, at Wembley. I so mean, Southampton got a nil nil against Chelsea tonight, but and Spurs lost against West Brom, uh, uh, Wolves against Wembley. Sorry, yeah. Um... It'd still it'd be hard pressed to think, especially after tonight, we're <laughs> getting anything out of them games. Cardiff's a big one, we need to win that. Um it's looking bleak. I mean, how many games are we in? Twenty is that the twenty second game? We've got eighteen yeah. points. I mean we're not on track for survival points total at the minute. Well I think thirty five will keep us up this season. I don't know, like it's gonna it's gonna go at the last day and I think we're gonna be in the running for the last yeah, day definitely, and it's definitely. gonna be a nail biter. And fortunately for us at the minute still we've still got a much better goal difference than likes of Fulham. But how long is that going to last? We've got, like you say, Chelsea coming up, Spurs yeah, coming exactly. up. Spurs at the minute are banging goals in for fun. So, Well, we'll find out over the next couple of weeks. Uh, we'll be back on hopefully Monday with uh, a little roundup of uh, the weekend and the winter window and then going into the January transfer window, what each team needs. Uh, and Josh will be back. Yay! Um, as I'll much sacked after... <laughs> two performances As much as I've enjoyed Listening to Ollie And uh, Johnny On the last two weeks It's been nice to get back With Josh um, Thank you very much For listening And we'll see you all Next week Bye